take out the vital organs and you burn all that stuff. And that takes care of the problem. You are now listening to From the Pit. It's killing a lot of people. Episode of From the Pit, the show where we bring you everything from close quarters technical boomer remover, oh, and Jen, <laughs> to trap did COVID-19. My name is Phil. <laughs> With me is Frank. Yo. Mike. Yo. And Sam. I personally call it the big bad baby boomer remover because it's catchier. <laughs> <laughs> I like that one. Listen, um, folks, the big bad baby boomer coming around. Duck and cover. Oh, oh boy. And uh, we are coming to you through the magic of the internet as not a single one of us are in the same goddamn room right now. We're not allowed nope. to be. Yeah. It's uh, So I apologize in advance if this episode is an absolute shit show. I uh, kind of assume it will be. Probably. <laughs> we'll do our best. As everyone, everyone hesitates to speak. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. We're all scared. We have no oh. social cues now. <laughs> we're, uh, we're here to bring you all kinds of shit to keep you occupied during your uh, your stay at home. Because you really should just stay at home. Your government recommended stay at home. I don't know. I went and rode a skateboard for two hours today. Uh, whatever. <laughs> so, who's start- Mike, I believe you're starting us off. Yeah, let's see if this still works. Tom, just play it. I, I wasn't sure when to stop it because there's no 
There's no time stamp. Like like yeah, we said, we have, we have lost we have lost all semblance of social. We are all autistic now. <laughs> um, I uh I listened to this ahead of time. Now because of that, I'm sitting in just silence <laughs> while nothing. And I couldn't see who it was. Someone just keeps like fucking licking their lips or something during the clip, and it's picking up. <laughs> Uh, on on a completely different note yeah this is fucking dope this went into the wish list right away you know it's like this this is sort of this is sort of crude in places and a little rough around the but i mean at the same time like i think for a lot of other styles or bands like that would be a point against it but i'm also familiar with a lot of with how a lot of like early to mid eighties new wave of British heavy metal style stuff sounded. And this is kind of right on the money. Yeah. Of, well, and there's, there's something really, uh, there, there is a charm to it. I like, I, yeah, the, like the, vo- like the vocals could have used like, yeah. Some people may be like, Oh, the vocals could use more, but I'm like, I don't know, man, there's some charm to it though. There's, this is very, uh, reminiscent of the, the punks is metal movement. Um, you know, a lot of like Blood Wolf and shit like that, where they were kind of taking uh, more of a raw approach to something that's usually a little bit more technical, um, and it, it clicks with me. I, I there's something that that I you know I have kind of a, a warm place in my heart for that. Yeah, I guess I'm not so much as familiar with that myself, but um, I, I guess like that independently stuck out to me. I'm like attracted to the. Uh, the rough punk vocals but then the energy and the fucking the technicality and the playing is just oof so yeah. it, it kind of sets them apart because other like if everything's kind of on a on a perfectly technically proficient level uh it can almost be kind of boring sometimes because so much of it has been done um right. whereas like you know it's like the new york dolls like they were sloppy uh but they're one of the most influential bands ever. You know, I, I, I like that element uh, in a lot of my music. So. so the band we're talking about is Aphrodite off of Lust and War. Um, they are from Ontario. This was released in July of last year. And that was the track Gorgon Medusa. And you can find them at aphrodite.metal.bandcamp.com. And don't try to buy single tracks. No, just don't. <laughs> <laughs> no, that that is the perfect use for that stimulus check. <laughs> a single track. You know what, yeah. You know what, well, no, you might you might be able to get two. You know, I Ooh. said it. I said it before the show. I'll let Trump be my sugar daddy. It's cool. <laughs> Gonna spend my Trump bucks. Trump right. dollars. So a nice start. Very very tasty start. Uh, man, this is fucking weird. It, it is. <laughs> I don't like doing this, guys. Uh, I was about to say, I don't like it. <laughs> no, sir, I don't like it. There's a fucking throwback. All right. All right. Well, next up. Off, uh, from the band DSGNS, or what I imagine is supposed to be pronounced Designs. Tom, go ahead. Yeah, I am 
the name of it. Hey, let's call it Van Design. Yeah. There was another uh Low Standards did that too, right? Yes. Yeah. But holy fuck, man. Dude, around that minute mark when they get that ignorant lumbering sort of rhythm. Oof. It's I mean, this kind of falls right into my obvious <laughs> wheelhouse of like chaotic convergy type shit. To an extent. Uh I mean I, I also feel like it's it's kind of picked up that uh that that new wave of heavy that we're getting out of hardcore. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like this would be perfectly fine at a show with like fucking Vane or uh, any Beach. of these other bands. Yeah. Well, I don't know if the term perfectly fine would be okay because people <laughs> would get hurt. Well, <laughs> I mean, yeah, you just assume that's going to happen. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So that was off of ceremony from designs. DSGNS. You can get on over to dsgns.bandcamp.com to find that. That was the track, Zealot. And that was released January of this year. These, Beautiful. these guys are out of Texas. Of course they're fucking out of Texas. Why wouldn't they be? And Texas <laughs> is just the angriest place on the in the country. Now. Apparently. <sighs> I bet. No. Oh, what were you uh, saying? I believe that's going to bring it uh, on to me. That's it. Oh, yeah, it is. Yeah. Uh, Tom, just roll that. Human beings are a disease, a cancer of this planet. You are a plague. I like this. Oh, yeah. That was the track Diseased from the band Livid off their 2019 release, Life is Pain, Life is Shit. So I feel like this is one of the most frank things ever. Like, <laughs> if you, it's like one of those stupid fucking BuzzFeed quizzes, except if you took it, it would give you a fucking hardcore band. And this is the Frank band. Right? It's got um, that Frank, it's got the Frank it, feedback. Everything oh. is exactly like when it hit around that minute mark and it hit that serious slowdown and then it slowed down more. I was like, oh, this <laughs> yes. is fucking custom built for Frank. <laughs> it was. So <laughs> while, while this uh, 
whole quarantine bullshit is going on, I'm still lucky enough to be going to work and dealing with this shitty, ignorant public. Um, So, I've been listening to a lot of angry stuff. And, ooh, this combination of, like, power violence and hardcore and slam is is just what I needed. Yeah, Um, dude, I I get it. Um, Man, especially in your job right now, fucking... Oh my god. Dude, even going into the stores, I want to fucking kill somebody. I can't imagine yeah. working there. No one understands. Like, stay six feet away from me. Like, it's fucking crazy. It's crazy. Like, I was in fucking, I was in a goddamn dollar store, and some fucking kid and his mom just, like, the kid ran straight into my back, and his mom's standing right behind him. I'm like, what the fuck are you doing? Yeah, I know, you've I, got your... <laughs> Got your little virus factories running around. Transferred it to him and it takes out his boomer mom. (laughs) (laughs) Dude, it's 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 nuts because we have to have like stickers all over the store, like declaring six feet of distance. Yeah. Like cashiers have like these like sneeze and cough guards. Yeah, the glass walls they put up, which is dope. Yeah. I, I think it's awesome that fucking that the stores are doing that for uh because fuck man, these people have to be in. That's a fucking nightmare. It it I am exhausted. I fucking um, bet, dude. But yeah to so if you want to get a hold of this, go to lividwi.bandcamp.com. No, it's uh, it's funny. It reminds me. I forget which track it was. There's a Shy Halud song with a really fucking chaotic intro, and uh, Matt Fox, when interviewed about it, said he was inspired by working third shift at a at like a convenience store or some shit. Mm-hmm. Oh. <laughs> so, yeah, man. Uh, a lot of this stuff is custom designed exactly for dealing with those situations. <laughs> oh God. Yeah. This. I, I needs it right now. But, uh, Sam, man, oh. it's been, fuck, it's been like a month since I've I've been on the show. Yeah, I know. <clears throat> uh, it's fucking crazy. So I've been, I've been dying for, Sam, I hope you, you brought me some, some serious death metal. I got, I got one thing for you, but l- there are two things I need to clear up. First of all, let it not be said that I don't again, yet again, that I don't take my suggestions on the show seriously as I'm about to do. And also let it never be said that Norway is only good for black metal. Uh, and Tom's going to prove it to you or who's going to do that. (laughs) Everyone. Okay. (laughs) Do it. Play it. Play it.
why, why did you make me stop before the solo? Why would you because I wanted to? Uh, I did it intentionally because I wanted to fuck with people. Yeah, well, you fucked with me, goddammit. Um, <laughs> now, nah, man, I really fucking, I really like, I heard some fucking, some Sheldoner influence in those fucking guitar leads, man. Yeah, not only that, but you know, you got the, uh, I mean, for those, for those of you out there who are into that kind of, you got the real kind of, the reverb heavy, uh, kind of seven churches vocals, obviously from Possessed, like if, in case someone, someone out there has been living under a rock for the last you know, 40 years, but yeah, you got, you kind of got that, uh, that latter era death influence. You got that kind of possessed and that sarcophagus, that kind of maybe laws of scourge era sarcophago influence maybe, but yeah, this is a band called sovereign out of Norway. Uh, this is their first release. It's their first and only release from what I can see. And man, it's just, <laughs> it's called neurotic by the way. And, uh, Frank, Yes, you're gonna, you're gonna want to get on this right away. They have exactly 100 copies of a cassette going around, and apparently that's all they're gonna do. I Fuck. saw, and they're shipping out on April 10th. So, buddy, buddy, if you want one of those, I suggest you snap. Uh, I'm I'm uh, I'm planning on doing so probably next week. I already picked up a a tape this week. Yeah, I'm just saying, like you know, well, look. Daddy Trump is going to throw you some some bucks. So, <laughs> what 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 better way, what better way to put uh, sugar daddy sugar daddy Trump's bucks to use? Oh, I plan on uh, buying like two cassette racks and then filling them. Oh, dude, I'm <laughs> I'm, I'm I'm gonna be honest. There's going to be a portion of that uh, if I manage to get it. That's going towards a seven string. I think so. Uh, it's just going to be nice to play in B again. Yeah. So head over to a uh, sovereign dash no.bandcamp.com uh by the way that track was called immersed in ashes and like i don't know man after the la the last episode we did shit it really was like a month ago with anna and i'm like god how the fuck am i gonna follow this up then i was just like oh crazy death thrash band from norway perfect way to do it yeah, so, dude. fucking yeah. a yep i mean again let it never be said that i don't deliver the goods and that's all I got for you this week. Just a casual single. Okay. I got, I got a couple for us. Let me make sure I got my shit pulled up properly. This first one uh, looks promising. I already love the name. Yeah. <laughs> yeah I, I, I think you might be a fan of this one, Sam. Uh, I, yeah, I guess everyone go ahead and roll that. Yeah, you were right. 
So that was the track Smegma in the Shape of a Man off of the album I Have Seen the Future and It Doesn't Work by Shock Narcotic. See, I feel like, so I've, I've mentioned it on the show, uh, Cold as Life has been, have been like my hardcore obsession for the past, I don't know, two months. No, I can't and, believe I didn't get you into them sooner. That's, oh, dude. that's insane to me. It's, it's also insane that I discovered them completely on my own. Like, I was just, somebody recommended him to me somewhere. And I was just like, fucking shit. This is there like, was, there was supposed to be a, like a documentary about them that I think got canned, unfortunately, but like those dudes fuck. are legitimately like the scariest motherfuckers in hardcore. Yeah. I've, I've heard them referred to as the meanest band in history. I'm not going to argue with those people, ah. but yeah. So, um, so after after listening to Born to Land Hard probably thirty times in the span of a month, um, I I started thinking like maybe I really need to start looking into Detroit hard. And noticing that this band is apparently from Detroit makes me think, yeah, maybe it's time I do that. Yeah, and they they got a nice they're they're a little out there, uh, a nice weird mix of grindcore and hardcore and like borderline spoken word crazy shit um mm -hmm. well it's all nasty and that's that's what's cool yeah yeah uh it's and it's all over the album dude it's uh yeah you, you gotta spend some time with this one oh just definitely will not difficult to do uh but if you want to check that out head over to shocknarcotic.bandcamp.com also, for the record, Smegma in the Shape of a Man is a fucking brilliant name. Yeah. When, yeah, it's fucking gross. When I was uh when I saw the, the band's name and went to open it up on Bandcamp to uh to pull up a clip, I was like I was looking through the song tells, I was like, Oh, I hope that's the track. <laughs> of course it is. Oh, I just uh, I, I just remember the negative approach from Detroit. Fuck. That band rules. Negative approach does fucking rule. They are fucking great. <laughs> anyway, I got uh one more for you. And uh Mike, this one's this one's very much a you bring in. I, I see the comment already. Can this even be called music? <laughs> <laughs> I know, so I'm, uh, ex I'm excited. Yeah. yeah, so uh let's go ahead and roll that.
when I said I already picked up my tape for the week? This yeah. This was the, the tape that I picked up. Yeah, um, yeah I'm going to buy this today. <laughs> I don't... Uh, yeah, yeah it, it, it's about as chaotic as chaotic hardcore can possibly get, honestly. It's so good. It's so good. I mean, is that like triggered instruments or like... I have no fucking idea. I need to know more. There was like a yeah, few moments. Yeah, this <laughs> uh, I was saying there was a few moments of this that like kind of vaguely uh, made me think of Behold the Octopus. And anything that usually reminds me of that makes me happy. It like gave me vibes of like heavy, heavy, but also Gengistron. So yeah, I know I need to get more familiar. Yeah, so uh, that was the track Triangle off of <laughs> Whited Sepulchre by Plastic Bag Face Mask. God, it's so good. Which, uh, I have to admit, I, I checked them out because I saw the name and it immediately reminded me of like five bands that Frank has brought in. I was like, all of them are good, so we're going to do this. It's also unreasonably yeah. like, uh, like it fits the time right now that they're called fa like Face Mask. I thought you did that on purpose is what I'm saying. No. I, I didn't even think about that because I was more focused on the fact that that face mask was a plastic bag. Yeah, <laughs> uh, choking someone. <laughs> but uh, if you want to check out more of that, which I think it's going to be select portions of our audience that will, uh, head over to pbfm.bandcamp.com. Oh, I bought it. <laughs> it's mine now. Yeah, as soon as I heard it, I was like, well, this is, uh, Mike's gonna want this. <laughs> as I said, I think my, uh, my copy of the tape came in, like, two days ago. Nice. You already got it? Yep. Oh, that's fucking dope. Uh, uh, when we, you know, had our failed attempt on, uh, what was that, Monday? or Monday, yeah. Yeah, that's when I ordered it, so. It, it was pretty quick to get here shit nice well uh that'll bring us to a segment some might say the most important segment some might say the segment it's beer time boys it's yeah damn beat me to it. <laughs> <laughs> fuck you bill i didn't even say it i know <laughs> I'm, saying fuck, I'm saying fuck you anyway okay uh, anyway, I, I had to choose something appropriate for this. Uh, I, I really hadn't even planned on doing it uh, when we when we initially lined this up Monday because I didn't know how the fuck the show was going to go. Um, mm -hmm. But decided, fuck it, let's do it anyway, and came up with something about three minutes before we recorded. Uh, <laughs> so, uh, oh, wait, Tom, I, didn't even I guess Tom's still playing these and people can still hear them? Yeah. Okay, that makes sense. All right, well, fuck it. Uh, everyone go ahead and roll it then.
So uh, for anyone not aware, that was Anthrax's Madhouse album, their second album, Spreading the Disease. Mm. Just, I feel uh, like ev- everyone at this point has to be aware. Of what? Anthrax? Yeah. Well, it's like, yeah. I don't know, man. It's like, how do you not know Anthrax? Like, even you, millennials I, were, lived through like the Anthrax scares and stuff. <laughs> God damn it. God damn it. Uh, <laughs> fuck you, Mike. For sake. <laughs> Finally, I said it I said it to Mike for once. Yeah, it's like an award. Yeah. <laughs> I don't I don't think I don't think Tom's ever gotten one. We'll get to him eventually. But uh he deserves it the most. Yeah, he probably does, honestly. But <laughs> Man, like this, this takes me back to like being 19 or 20. Like, cause it's, it's it, like, I used to wear my fucking spreading the disease fucking everywhere. That used to be my favorite shirt and I have no idea what happened to it. I miss it. Mm. Yeah. yeah I also, mean, I, like, I also didn't actually know this song had a video. Oh yeah. How did I not know that? It's uh goofy as fuck. <laughs> yeah, there's there's also some pretty serious guitar porn in that video too in case anyone wants to go watch it oh well yeah it's fucking anthrax this is also the first album that they had belladonna on uh mm-hmm. easily their best vocalist oh of course <laughs> easily i mean i know i know there's tons of people all over the there there are people like begging for that contrarian cloud who's like no man neil turbin was I'm like no he, he wasn't he never I, was Nah. What? But uh, yeah. Anyway, I think it's I think it's fairly obvious why <laughs> why I picked this for this week. Ooh. Yep. Oh yeah. Uh, yeah. And uh, needed a beer to go with that. I've been drinking. Oh. Go ahead. Drinking a lot of Belgians. Mm-hmm. I don't know why they just seem appropriate for being uh, housebound. Hmm. So, uh, in particular, just because mostly because it's what I had in the fridge right now, we're going with uh, double nickels Belgian golden ale. Oh, that's a good one. Yeah, right out of Pensac in New Jersey. I, I wish I was uh, enjoying one with you right now, but uh, yeah, that's part of this. That's part of why I wasn't need... going to do uh, bruise, but I was going to say. Yeah. Uh, once we're done this, I need to walk to the liquor store. As well, I well, ran out yesterday. Well, I mean, Oof. the liquor stores liquor stores have been declared as fortunately. Yeah, they had to. Can you imagine how fucking crazy people would go if you're telling them all to stay in their house sober? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Jesus Christ. I mean, I, I feel like I'm getting there sometimes, so I can relate. Uh, but yeah, I didn't. I'll be completely honest. I I really didn't think this one through much. <laughs> so I don't have a whole lot of <laughs> nifty like, oh, this works with this because of this. Uh, no, I'm just stuck in the apartment, and I like this. anthrax and I like Belgians. So, so what he's saying is, grab you a quarantine beer <laughs> and pair it with. Yeah, I mean, if you're if you're lucky enough to be close enough to them to uh, to grab anything from Double Nickel, then by all means. Uh, Although most people probably won't be, 
So in that case, choose your Belgian and throw on Anthrax is spreading the disease. Very nice. See, we're, we're pliable. We're, we're adapting. Hey, also, what you need to do, since you're listening to Anthrax, is chug however many you have in that, be it a four-pack, a six-pack, whatever, and start a one-man circle pit in your living room. <laughs> yeah, get the cat involved. Get the kids involved. It'll be fun. Oh, God, my cat would just hide, and I'd probably bang my leg on the coffee table, and that would be it. Ugh. <laughs> <laughs> So got, I don't. What? Is there much to really talk about? Uh, yeah, and I know there have been some releases. Yeah, I, you know, honestly, I think it would be more. I think it would be for our time to talk about everything that's been canceled. <sighs> yeah, I don't. I don't. It's too depressing. I don't really want to do yeah, that. Yeah, you bring uh, us down, we, man. We'd also we'd also be sitting here for like. Four, so. But yeah, I see we got a couple things posted. Uh, so while we while we go ahead into those, well, Mike, lose you guys, Mike. I'm still here. Well, Mike out of the tracks, but he's going MIA. Oh, God damn it, Mike! <sighs> God damn it! Fuck you, Mike! Picked it. Picked a fucking wonderful time to take a piss if that's what you're doing. <laughs> no. Nah, he's probably getting bullied by his cats. It started yeah. dropping out. I was just waiting for you guys to come back clearly. I mean, uh, I mean I've mean, i met his cats. They are kind of bullies. They Popo is the worst of them. But, uh, Popo is kind of an asshole. She did scratch me a couple times because she's a bitch. She won't Vanessa, let you walk you fucking deserved it. Well, here's a quick uh, quarantine story for you guys. Vanessa's birthday was on Monday, and her mom got her a cat stroller. So yeah, I saw the pictures. Yeah, you saw the pictures. Yeah. Well, Turtle Turtle has been really liking the perch aspect of it, but but Poe has already decided it's hers, and she waited while Turtle was sleeping for about three hours yesterday. Got tired of waiting, and then just started pimp slapping her until she got out of there. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it sounds like her. Yeah, yeah, she wanted I, any. I'm honestly. There's part of me that's considering buying like a leash and a harness for just like walking my fucking cat down the block. <laughs> yeah, why not? I mean, fuck it. Like, but um, I really didn't hear what you guys said. Uh, are we doing the uh, soft, the <laughs> clips first? Yes, let's do the clips. Fuck it. Oh, oh, already. You guys all got them all pulled up. Yeah. All right. Well, that band that uh, popped up, I don't know, maybe like month, month and a half ago. Uh, Pillar of Wasps has put out a second track. So let's uh, let's give that a peep. The first division. This is not what I'd envisioned. Yeah, I can't let it 
that's a burp. <laughs> <laughs> Butt burping. Missed that because I was still just letting it play through. Oh Jesus! Um, yeah, it's uh, man. I, I I love like it's got those chaotic elements, but it still gives you enough to to kind of uh, grasp onto that it's not completely. You know what I mean? Like the um, the vocal delivery, especially, is kind of straightforward in the middle of all of the chaos that's occurring. Yeah, it's it's weird. It's like um, I don't know if it's at about a minute, a minute like fifteen, where it's the vocals almost start diverging from the rhythm, but they start snapping right back, and it's like interesting. It's a little bit of dissonance that you don't normally see. I like it. Yeah, man. So uh, I, I forgot about their description of robot going through a trash compactor music too. <laughs> Accurate. Um, yeah, so they released this March fourteenth uh, of this year. Just came out, so you can get over to pillarofwasps.bandcamp.com to uh, hear the whole track. What a fucking name! <laughs> I love. Yeah, that. also disgusting. <laughs> All right, and uh, it, it has been that long that we haven't actually talked about this on the show, but Code Orange has released um, Underneath, and we're going to peep the track in fear. It just feels like forever since that album album came out now. It does, but it really hasn't been all that long. It hasn't. <laughs> uh, 
It's uh, it was two Fridays ago or something like that. It's crazy. Yeah, I've I've lost track of the passage of time at this point. <laughs> but, uh, I mean, yeah, I, I'm I'm happy with the new album. It, it's nice to hear. You know, they've for the past few albums, they've been really pushing um, way beyond the boundaries of the genre. Uh, and I know it's not going to click with everyone. It, it's just that's what happens when you when you take those sort of leaps um but someone has to do it and there's i mean in the wake of all of their albums have come uh other bands kind of taking cues from what they're doing so uh yeah fuck man yeah no i mean you know uh, generally i agree it's i mean i feel like i've seen more of a positive response to this than a negative generally but um they've done enough where like i mean even that that tracks a perfect example where you start to wonder like you know uh i mean as a music fan i'm a huge fan of it but the the hardcore kid in me does start to worry for a minute like where's the pit and then all of a sudden they're like oh there it is <laughs> so it, <laughs> no, it, it it's still it's got enough uh, that it's still anchored in hardcore. Yeah. I mean, ultimately, I think I'm just interested to see where this lands. I mean, they're they're exploring different territory, and they're managing to put out very, like, uh, it's like, very, like, they're pushing boundaries while being, like, true to their fans. But it's, like, it's definitely different. So where is it going to end? Well, I mean, it's kind of the same thing, like, you know, um, We've, we've talked to Eugene multiple times uh, and just listening through like Septa's discography. Um, they've never been afraid album to album to just go completely, especially with the last one. Um, yeah. You know, and I, I think it's necessary because otherwise you end up back in that fucking, back in the early 2000s where everything sounded like fucking champion and uh, have heart, you know? Like... Mm -hmm. Which yeah. is fine to an extent, but someone's nah, got to keep kicking the fucking doors down. I was going to say, I mean, I feel like that's the area where I started to not say, I don't want to say get disinterested, but it was easier to not keep an eye exactly on what was going on. Because it was, it was a little too samey and repetitive. Oh, yeah, because you could buy an, I could tell you exactly what the fucking album sounded like just by looking at the fucking cover. And I was yeah, right almost 100% of the time. And like even nail sixty percent of the lyrics, like you know. <laughs> yeah. yeah, 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 yeah. Uh unified. Don't tell me how to live my life. Like, yeah, all, never all back the then. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, hardcore uh, kind of became a meme. Um, it was. It was. And that's why I'm so happy to see, you know, between Harm's Way and fucking Code Orange and Vane, uh, and all these other bands that were, you know, we're finally, I think for the first time in like 20 years, really moving forward with the genre. Absolutely. I mean, get out there and check this album out. I mean, give it a full listen through, but while we're bringing up memes, uh, trapped, <laughs> trapped is a meme now. <laughs> I mean, trapped has always been a meme, but this has been, it's unfucking believable. We're going on almost two weeks now. Yeah. Yeah. I, you know, uh, you know, it was the yeah. real surprise to me finding out that they have seven albums when I thought they had quite literally <laughs> recorded just one song. 
yeah, no, the, you know, it's that funny. was the most startling part of this whole debacle to me. I, I've seen some stuff posted, and I forgot they did. They did have that fucking that one song with fucking uh, Michelle Trachtenberg in the music video. What? Yeah, you're joking. It happened. I am not. That is a real <laughs> thing that occurred. Who? Harry the Spy oh, was in a fucking trapped video. Oh my god, that's <laughs> kind of weird. <laughs> yeah, man. Uh, fucking ridiculous dude i look to be fair to trapped to be fair to them you know before we get (laughs) into this fully fully but this really is just chris brown uh that's an interesting what how how so uh he's come out and said that this doesn't have anything to do with the band this is just his viewpoints and Uh, okay but oh the dude's name is chris brown Chris, Chris Taylor Brown or some shit. Chris Chris Taylor Brown, which is like, how many like how many how many dude bros from your hometown named Chris Brown? Probably at least thirty. It's uh, I would yeah. believe it too. When there was that like almost fist fight that they organized like two days ago with some other band and him, like that wasn't going to be a band on brand band like greaser style brawl. That was going to be just like lead singer on lead singer shit. Well, it was supposed to be until he started saying, "Oh, I got a bunch of homies out there," and dude was like, so, "Yeah, I'm not. I'm not walking into getting jumped, you fucking idiot." <laughs> yeah, no, I, that that was what I was about to lead into. Uh, it was not a fight he was proposing. It was yeah, yeah, me and my fucking boys. You're getting like it's like me and my fucking boys. You're just gonna fucking jump you outside the bar. Okay, I so mean, I'll t- I'll take you on. So CTB wanted to have a greaser <laughs> style brawl. <laughs> Uh, look, man, it's, uh, we, we've been talking about this quite a bit and it's, you know, I, I, I've mentioned, uh, some other bit, like it's fine to be exactly what they were. There's, there's nothing wrong with that. No one really gives a fuck there. You know, some people might make jokes about your song because it was fucking corny, but, um, regardless, you had a huge fucking, like a huge hit. That song was fucking everywhere. I'm sure they've done quite well off of it. They've done well enough that they can still fucking tour and, you know, probably mostly fill small clubs and make a fucking living off of it. And there's nothing wrong with that. But, like, they feel so inferior because of it that they're not some, like, big up-and-coming thing that they're picking fights with bands that are getting way more attention than them right now. And it's just silly. Well, I mean, there's an art to uh, to that whole like uh, punching up, like uh, clout chasing type of shit. You, yeah. you don't you don't just yeah. sit on your Twitter and 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 write the the, the goofiest stuff for two weeks. That's the thing. It's not like they set out to do that intentionally. They're like, he was just out there running his mouth about some dumb shit when he got called out. Yeah, man. I mean, like, like it or not, in the last like four or five years, people have really thrown this whole like ideology out the window. But like, unless it's really called for, keep religion and politics and like, there's a few other topics just out of a general. People don't give a fuck. They just don't. Or just fucking. If you want to do it, do it from your personal Twitter. You've dragged. You know what I mean? Like, he, he's dragged fucking. He's dragged his music into this. Uh, he has. He, now he's now. I mean, like now you're trying to do direct comparisons to like Trapped versus Trivium, and I'm going to just come out and say it. Trapped 
member to member is in inferior. Oh, unquestionably. I mean, I'm not even a fucking Trivium fan, but uh, like Trivium has done like fucking stadium tours and shit. They've dude. Done just just on musical talent alone, they are lesser people. <laughs> like, <laughs> well, I mean, it's like even even uh, Phil and I were talking about this, especially even uh, Riley from Power Trip uh, jumped in on it. And I believe what he said was something to, to the effect of, dude, we could pull more people with a week's worth of notice in your hometown than you could pull in a year. Yep. And it's absolutely you know, fucking true, too. And dude. you know what? He, and you know what? I, I thought about it for a while and I was like, you know, he's probably right. Yeah, because they don't they ain't going to bust out that many boomers to get to, to compete like kids are spry. Oh. Even the people who, who have their songs in the playlist aren't like actively searching, like, oh, when is Trapped coming to town? Uh, yeah, you know, not, whereas they're, like, not, they're not subscribed to Trapped on bands in town. They're not. They're not like scrolling their site no, for new tours. And that's been the goofiest. Does that. That's been the goofiest thing that this guy keeps screaming every single day is well we have more listeners on Pandora, which is which is not even true. People have been proving that wrong. Um, if it's true or not, Pandora is not the metric that we have ever used no, to measure success. No, here. who the fuck uses Pandora? Fucking pick what you're playing. Might as well use Facebook. Yeah, while Pandora's yeah. fucking trash. Or MySpace. Uh, like, or MySpace. <laughs> ridiculous. But I mean, it's it's absolutely true. Like, you know, I love getting out to shows, but I, I don't do it as frequently these days, unfortunately. I, I wish I could, but it's, you know. Uh, I mean, there's I get to responsibilities go, and shit. But, I mean, I, uh, I get to go, I get to go to maybe one show week. Yeah, point. but you're you're also in the middle of nowhere. I'm like 15 yeah. minutes away from, so like I don't have many excuses. I'm just fucking tired <laughs> a lot of the time. Yeah, but if fucking Power Trip plays, I go. Yeah. yeah I so would. if it drags me out to the show, it's it's getting a lot of people there. Um, yeah, and that's I mean, Power Trip. If they come to Philly, they don't play fucking Voltage or fucking Kung Fu Necktie. You know what I mean? Like they're they're selling out like the TLA and shit. So it, it it's just fucking silly. Why? Like you know, it, it's it's so much easier as a band in their position to just fucking appreciate the fact that uh, underground bands are having so much. Uh, better of a time than they did back in the day. If anything, being in their position, I'd be like, oh, this is great. Like, bands can make it now without fucking producers cutting all of their songs down to fucking two and a half minutes. Yeah. You know? Well, I mean, we, I mean, we, we spend a lot of time on the internet. And we know as a base rule, if you're out there reading every comment, responding to every person, dropping a, a, a hot joke on your on your lap, I mean, you're man, you lost the path. It's just like, ignore that shit. Get back to making your crappy music and oof, don't let Which, your life revolve around politics to the point that you're getting upset like that. We've seen this shit before and the, the people who do best with it are the people who just fucking ignore it. Oh, yeah. Like, it's the fucking Streisand effect. Like, most of us wouldn't even be paying attention to you. Uh, now, we're actively campaigning against you. Like, <laughs> you know, it's it's just silly. It's yeah. just silly, and, and he's he's so quick to fucking pop off about shit. 
And I'm I'm re- like really, it's you know, he there's a there's a layer of cushion between where he is and like getting into like the the more serious motherfuckers, but he's coming closer and, cl- and closer to crossing that line every fucking day. And at some point, uh, that noodle arm bitch is going to run his mouth to the wrong fucking person and they're going to show up to a trap show. Like, it's it's not a good idea, dude. Dude, I think even simpler than that. I mean, like one or two things are going to happen. I mean, like when you're dealing with a, an industry that doesn't generally lean partisan and then you introduce that into your market, you you by definition split your your money in half, and then when you go on about it for two weeks, you, you start annoying everybody. And it's like beyond that fact, it's like that's we can even see that in like uh, in bands that I'm a fan of. You know, uh, like Earth Crisis is kind of legendary and hardcore at this point, but there are people who don't listen to them just because they don't like the the heavy political aspect the same thing happens with incendiary like you know there's people who just aren't into that uh and when you're already at a point where your fan base is so particular (laughs) it's uh it's kind of a dangerous game to start playing i mean i guess yeah i mean i guess since like you're not gonna get fresh blood that way young kids don't care about that kind of shit (laughs) like or they or they fucking do and they completely disagree with you you know either way it's just it's not a good idea yeah uh, well, it's very silly and he's still going i'm sure if we go on twitter right now he's on there arguing with someone i uh, trust me i mean i've been dropping fi- spicy uh, messages for the last few days i checked this morning and he is still going it's amazing how dude the guy's going to have a fucking heart attack like <laughs> well, that's what I mean. When you're strangers comment- on the internet, and you're commenting back to most people, I mean, I haven't been graced with a response yet. But I mean, I feel like I've been trying to be middle of the ground and pull it away from the politics at every comment because that's all this dude is focused on. And it's like, I I just don't like seeing somebody out there trying to split or put it in somebody's mind, even for a minute, that this is the way that it is. It's not the way that people think about things. And it's, uh, you know, I think the saddest part is, and I and I appreciate you kind of pointing out from the beginning that this is just the fucking front man. Um, but those, the, the poor bastards and trapped are all going to suffer from this. Yeah. You know, like, b- by the way, part of me has occasionally been wondering, start, if this is supposed to just be like one big publicity stunt. Does he, just? I have to wonder, does he believe that he is like that he is like garnering publicity like I mean he is and I know there's that kind of mindset and like I know quite a few of us are fans of uh, people who have who have sort of spun bad publicity into a career but um, I don't like they're getting publicity but I don't think it's gonna it's going to be a this, net positive for them. This See, isn't the kind of stuff that I'm going to check back in six months. Like this isn't no. the type of thing where I'm going to check once a month. Like I'm, I, it, it's because you're going to, it's cringy. It's that's the only gonna, reason you're going to peep it when it gets, you're going to, you're going to peep it when it gets when it hits a fever pitch again and somebody posts about it. Right. But I'm not going to go to listen to their new album that they keep trying to advertise. No. What I, I would, think is, is the perfect example 
um, someone who I, I don't think most of us are, are very big fans of, but uh, Franz from Attila, right? Yeah. That motherfucker pisses people off constantly and knows exactly how to play it to fucking make money off of it. Um, and, you know, yeah, I can't right. hate him for that. Uh, and th the thing is, it like in this publicity, one of the biggest articles right now talking about it points to uh, Franz's tweets at the guy basically calling him an idiot. Like, because <laughs> he gets it. He sees what they're doing and he knows they're doing it wrong. So I, I, I don't see this being uh, a positive thing for Trapped. Well, I mean, there's there there's that old saying that uh, no no publicity is bad publicity, which is patently false. That is that has always been completely untrue. But the thing is, I don't think that Chris Taylor Brown got that memo. But he's headstrong, Sammy, and he'll take you on. I know he's headstrong. He'll suck. He said. Oh, I every time I see that meme, I still fucking giggle. It, it just it's so funny. It's so funny because I hear it in my head. I hear it in my head, especially the when they repeat the verse and he gets like more aggressive with it, and it's it, it's very funny. It's very. Funny. It's specifically the the. It's specifically the the drop trowel line. <laughs> Let's see that dong. I've yeah. seen them respond to it multiple times. I know they have seen that over and over this week. Oh, God. And you know what? You know, on some level, he probably genuinely about that. Oh, he's absolutely livid about it. I, I promise you, he's not see, happy. Look, look what they're saying about me on the internet. I'm not asking people to drop trous so I can suck their dicks. That's, that's, I'm not gay. I don't like the gays. Like, we, we know you don't. Well, we'll see. I mean, I don't know if this is uploading tomorrow or what, but um, by the candor of his messages today, he is either about to melt down like in a big way or he's oh, getting tired so. because he has just gotten to the point of repeating himself. You're, you're, oh, you're, talk man. you're talking to a guy who just cannot get enough of like Chris Chan and dark side Phil. I love, <laughs> I love if there is one. I've said it on the show before, but I'll say it again. If there is one thing I fucking love, it's watching a good shit show. Yeah. yeah. But you know what? Dark side Phil will outlive trapped. Probably. He will. No, he will, but he survives everything, but we'll see if he turns, <laughs> in, but if trap turns into the quarry King or not, uh, by the way, if there's something, <laughs> By the way, if for some reason you don't know who Chris Chan is, don't don't Google it at work, okay? Oh no, don't start down that rabbit hole. No, um, that's <laughs> anyway, that's I, that's dangerous. I think uh, I think this is as good a place as any to uh, to probably start wrapping it up here. Yeah, uh, I, I gotta go play. I gotta go play more Doom Eternal. I've been obsessed with it. It's so great. Oh, I'm so jealous. Um, it's so good. It's so fucking good. So jealous, uh, but yeah, uh, so anyway, uh, sorry again that this show was a little bit off. Uh, this is very strange for all of us, uh, and we're gonna deal with it and try to get you material even through this nonsense. Hell uh, yeah. so I remind everyone you can head over to fthepit.com for all of your from the pit needs, episodes, all that fun shit, patreon.com slash from the pit. Um, I don't know if we have bonus episodes left at this point, but we will uh, 
we'll do something to make it up to you guys uh, somehow in the near future. Yeah. Um, you're listening on iTunes. Uh, even with this episode being what it was, please leave us five stars. We're begging you. And download everywhere. Download constantly. Put this shit on every computer. Run a botnet to install it on everyone's <laughs> Yeah, be like uh, trapped and pay for your Pandora listens. <laughs> oh. uh, yeah, that, that's all I got. Frank? Alright, well it seems that we've arrived at our destination. It is now safe to undo your seatbelts. Good night, ladies. <laughs>